Today is Tuesday, July 6th. The title for our devotional is Our Mind and Our Emotions. Our thoughts and our feelings are often both viewed philosophically as a function of the mind. This is simply because they are so closely linked. Whenever a thought comes to mind, we inevitably have a feeling, whether small or large, good or bad, towards what is before the mind. We can to some degree control our feelings with our thoughts, although they are certainly times in life, for example when you're grieving, when it is incredibly difficult or even impossible to do so. But in most cases, we are able to do so. Again, they are very closely linked. When considering the process of spiritual formation, we must take great caution not to neglect our feelings. Our feelings are a part of who we are. Emotions, we are all emotional creatures. However, we are not to allow our mind to be governed by our feelings. Of course, we have feelings. It is a mistake to deny them or to write them off. But it is also a mistake to allow them to govern our mind. As an example, we should not allow what we feel to be right to dictate what we think is indeed right. We may certainly feel as if it is right for love to be love and one should be free to pursue a sexual relationship with whomever they choose. But in processing the information and ideas contained within the Word of God, we come to a different conclusion. Which one carries the day in your mind? You may also feel as if the whomever a couple of lines prior should be whoever. But it is, in fact, in the direct object, the direct object of the verb choose, which requires the objective case whomever, not the subjective case whoever. (laughs) Silly example, but you know what I mean. Although our feelings must be acknowledged and tended to, they cannot be trusted. (laughs) In fact, they can be trusted even less than our mind, which tomorrow we will see how little we can actually trust our mind as well. So the scripture warns us of the dangers of allowing feelings to run our lives. Proverbs 12.25 says, Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Proverbs 17.22, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. James 1.19-20 says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Why? Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. As we've said prior, our feelings are an integral part of who we are and should not be neglected in the process of spiritual formation. We should be learning to better love God even in our feelings. The primary feeling that we must develop then as we are formed more into the image of Christ is compassion. Compassion is a feeling that God uses to characterize himself. Exodus 34:6. In fact, it's the first thing that God uses to characterize himself. And he passes and he passed in front of Moses proclaiming, "The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness." So here the first way that God describes himself to Moses is compassionate. This is also uh, the characteristic emotion that Jesus had as well. Matthew 14, 14 when Jesus uh, landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. So compassion is an emotion that we must learn to develop more if we want to be like God. For additional content, uh, I've included a segment of Dallas Willard's book, Renovation of the Heart, on the emotions and spiritual formation. He says this, uh, by the way, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm basing a lot of this campaign on this book 
because it's so good. I would encourage you to pick it up and read it. Okay, he writes, It is part of uh, divine and human wisdom to realize that feelings are central to our existence and to make sure that they are good feelings. And indeed, they can be strong, healthy ones. We do not have to be victimized by destructive feelings. Even the feelings that harm us are, for the most part, not bad in themselves, but are somehow not properly limited or subordinated. They are out of order. Feelings are, with few exceptions, good servants, but they are disastrous masters. He goes on, The proper course of action is to replace destructive feelings with others that are good, or to subordinate them, like anger and sexual desire, for example, in a way that makes them constructive and transforms their effects. The process of spiritual formation in Christ will do this by grace, effectively and intelligently received and put into constant practice. Reflection time, I want you to reflect on three things. First, reflect on the ways that your mind and your will can be governed by your feelings. How have you seen that happen in your life? Second, think of some of the negative emotions that tend to have too much influence on you. Things like anger, fear, worry, doubt. How can you work towards replacing those destructive feelings with ones that are good? Thirdly, think of your last week. Has your emotional life been characterized more by compassion or anger? 